0: How's it going? This is Ty and this is also episode 35 of the Fiction and Copy Decoded podcast and I'd like to welcome you. Episode 34 is a bit of a wild ride I'd have to admit. If you're listening to this now and you haven't listened to my interview I'd encourage you to go back if you want to and just check it out. But for now it's just back to me with my musings on writing life and business in general. Probably a lot other stuff too anyway. So before we get started I just have to say that it's been pretty interesting so far this week musing about things that I forgot to do and about a fairy tale that I had forgotten about that I'd related to well a lot of different things in business as well as communicating and I thought it was just quite interesting to Get back in the saddle after things have been so bonkers, so to speak, and things have hopefully returned to normal by the time you're hearing this, but I'm going to do the best to make sure they stay that way, of course. Now, without further ado, we'll get into the flashback episode that I originally titled Pizza and Your 2014 Goals, which is basically how long it was since I'd actually published the episode. Okay, pizza has a lot to do with goals, and you may not think so, unless your goal is to eat pizza, so let's get to that. I use pizza because, well, okay, number one, I like pizza. It's tied for, I don't know how many things are in first place place—is my favorite food, but it's a lot of things, and I like to eat it and think about it and what goes into it and why it's pretty awesome. Now, the thing that really helps me to think about this from a writing and a business perspective is like when I talk about doing characterization, I talked about this in one of the first blog posts I'd ever done as well as the first episode of this podcast I'd ever done about character revelation, about how to what details to emphasize depending on what you're trying to do to make it so that readers get to know your characters because that's how real people get to know other people which I liken to this pizza analogy where each bite in each piece of pizza gives you – is kind of like characterization where it gives readers information about your character. And if you're actually eating pizza, it will give you information about that pizza. And that's how you want to approach business to an extent as well as fiction writing and writing characters and things like that. But this also works for goals – and I'd like to give a really cool uh, thing that I had run into. This was years and years ago. It's not this way now because of several other things. But back when Long Ridge Writers Group was still Long Ridge Writers Group, and they still ran an online newsletter, Mary Rosenblum was the re- webmaster there. She did like a whole bunch of really cool things that we all got to enjoy. It was a pretty fun time. And I learned a lot from her, even though she was never actually my instructor, specifically. Anyway, she held what she called a persistent writer contest, her, her idea and her words for it, not mine, of course. Okay, We were supposed to submit as many manuscripts to cons- be considered for publication for magazines as we could in a year. It was that getting the pieces published actually didn't matter. I mean, that that was cool. Some people did. But other people just got up the gumption to go submit. And she made no secret about that's why she did it. So consistency was what she was actually after. To get writers, to get in the habit of writing stuff and getting it out without without obsessing about the outcome, like whether they got a rejection or not. Because it takes takes a lot if you're going to submit to magazines and electronic magazines and a lot of other places because they, may, they do pay some of them, but they may also reject you because they have a certain readership who wants certain things from their stories. And if it's off or they don't, they don't think it fits the magazine, they'll send it back. It doesn't mean the writing itself is bad. It just means that it wasn't a fit, which is totally fine. But some writers, I mean, I did to an extent, thought that sometimes it was like, oh, it's not good enough or what have you. But a lot of times that's just not the case. And I think going through this exercise with other writers and with Mary to trying to help us here and there as she could, being extraordinarily busy, got to help me in that sense to think about consistency as an overall concept to relate to other parts of my life as well as to writing because I could see the... Because you had to keep a sheet, or at least I did. They encouraged us to keep a sheet of what we had submitted into where and when. So you got to see those entries pile up as you did more and more or attempted to do more and more just to do the best you could. And that in itself is an encouragement just to see what you've done and that consistency. It's it's on paper, on the screen. It's there and you can look at it, review it, and say, I did that. And you can be proud of what you did while not necessarily obsessing or being as concerned about how it turned out. Although, I mean, you should, not to say that you shouldn't. But it seems to me that a lot of writers and marketers kind of get hung up on the outcome sometimes. I know I do. I won't make a secret of it. There are sometimes I wish a lot of things would have gone better. But with consistency, I don't think that's as much of the point, I mean, you want to be consistent with your skills and crafting and delivery and things of that nature and getting better over time, which you also want to make sure and I need to make sure as well that I'm doing more of that, doing more of what matters from day to day so that the consistency also results in better skills and better results over time. Now, copywriters, if you're a copywriter or if you're a business owner and you write for your business, you don't necessarily have to have writing as a business to be put into a place where you write for your business. It's okay. Consistency is easier for them. Okay. One email, a research session, you come back. Okay. That that stacks up. That's consistency. That's fine. But one thing at a time is the key thing. I know a lot of people, including me, like to be amazed by other people's stories of viewing lots of something at once, but sometimes it just doesn't happen that way. I mean, we all can't drop, say, 100 pounds in six months. I mean, there are some people, I suppose, who can. But that's just genetics and lots of other circumstances that may be in play there. But not everybody – it doesn't happen to everybody the same way is what I'm trying to say. So like one bite of pizza, that consistency of one bite of pizza is better than eating eight slices of pizza in 10 minutes. It's better than just inhaling the whole thing because that would – It's not quite an ask me how I know type of thing, but if you eat too fast, it's it's not good. So a little bit over a long time, as much as you can handle comfortably, unless you're forced into a point of being uncomfortable, but that's more of a planning thing and not a consistency thing I've found. So if you get sidetracked, you can, you can start over. You can back up and adjust. That's what's cool about consistency as well. Maybe you aren't going the way you wanted to go. Well, you can back up and adjust. If you're approaching things methodically, that's a lot easier to me, although it's different people have had different experiences. It's a lot easier to me to consistently do things and then correct a little at a time. Instead of doing major things all at once, again, this is uh, focused on circumstances as well, then having to step back from that huge effort and then have to readjust after so much effort has already been put out. So if you get sidetracked, that's fine because tomorrow you can start over and do better. That's the great thing about living, I think that you have the opportunity to be able to just start over if you need to start over. I think that's also part of consistency because sometimes people can also get discouraged and quit doing something because of the fact that they didn't succeed as fast as they had hoped, which is another facet, or they're frustrated by something because of the fact that they're doing something that they thought would work and it didn't work. And after several iterations, it still doesn't work. But if they're consistently trying and trying to get to a point where things do work the way they would like them to, that's a lot better than quitting, I would say. And I think you would say too. That'll be the end of this episode. I appreciate you guys hanging out. To learn more about the blog this podcast is connected to, you can visit it at fictionandcopydecoded.wordpress.com. You can learn about me there. You can also learn about me at my copywriting samples website, which is timeallcopywriting.yolasite.com. Yolasite Yolasite is one word. It's Y-O-L-A-S-I-T-E.com. And you can also support this podcast. Number one way to do that is by commenting, sharing, and subscribing to it wherever you listen to it, whether that's on Google Play, iTunes, or some other platform. You can also become a monthly contributor if you'd like to do that. For 99 cents a month, you'll get my thanks, which would be totally awesome, especially since I'm planning to do that in each episode where I have monthly contributors. For the next level, I think it's $4.99 a month. I'll give you part of the description of the show for your business or whatever you're else you're looking to promote. Go to if you have a service business or product business or what have you like that. And for $9.99, I'll Plan to give you like a 30 to second to one minute ad in the show itself. So I'll need to learn about your business and who you serve and all kinds of neat stuff, but I'm cool with that if you are. So if you've got a business to promote, that's awesome. Anyway, you can get in touch with me on that if you'd like. Otherwise, we will catch you guys next time. Bye bye.